Hello, sweet, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Badass Bohemian Podcast. I am Madeline, your host, and I am so honored and excited to witness you in your light as you ignite the little fire that's burning in your belly that is pointing you to your purpose. We are here to connect with the badass, the power, the structure, the aligned action, the practical application of the self-development work. We are embodying the badass energy, my friends, and, and can't forget, we're connecting with the bohemian, the divine feminine, the flow, the intuition, the creativity, the spirituality all that makes us the beautiful contrast of the masculine and feminine energies within. We also connect to our energy systems, the chakras, and we just learn to live a life from the heart space, a life that reflects our truth. And I am so grateful to be here with you all. We dive into conscious conversations ranging from topics such as energy work, you guessed it. We talk about yoga, holistic modalities, We talk about conscious conversations, all things self-development and spirituality with a mix of astrology, human design, and just all the things. Okay, sweet friends, permission to be multifaceted here. I am an energy worker, yoga instructor, cacao community creatress, meaning I help and support you and communities in connecting with your heart space, aligning your energy and leading from love. I'm so honored to be here with you and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. So thank you for your presence. Thank you for your energy. And I love you so much. Without further ado, let's dive in. Oh my goddess, sweet loves. This episode is full of so much magic, so much wisdom, and so much intelligence and inspiration from the Becca Nichols and this authentic connection and collaboration of just pure magic. That's just, that's just what it is. And I'm excited for you guys to dive in, to be in receivership of what comes through. And in this episode, we talk about feminine and masculine energies. We dive into honoring your intuition, what it means to transform from an uninspired life to a soul led life and how to really connect with your purpose and to know when you're connected with purpose, you are waking up excited and being abundantly compensated for your time and energy and you're doing it from a place of love. You're leading from the heart, you're leading from your truth and you're clear on what you are here to do. And speaking of that, I would love to support you in your journey, in your healing, and in your evolution. So before we dive in, I want to express that I am so excited to announce that I am open for four energy coaching spots, and that is a deep dive into holistic life coaching. Yes. Mm -hmm. Get ready, sweet friends, because this is your time. It is your time to rise into your higher self. It is your time to really maximize your health, your wealth, your routines, and your ability to manifest the life of your dreams. And through this through this life coaching program, we go through the energy systems, the chakra starting at the root and going all the way up to the crown. And we go through how to practically apply energy systems to your life. So starting at the root, the routines, the rituals, the systems that will help you to live a life where you feel safe, secure, and so grounded in your truth. And from there, we move up to your confidence center, your creative, your pleasure, and then we move up to your power center, your heart center, leading from love, then from there, activating your throat chakra, your ability to clearly communicate and speak your truth. From there, we move to intuition. We open up to receive divine downloads and feel so inspired on a daily basis and just feeling connected. And that's how you deserve to feel. I'm also open for 
cacao energy sessions as well as energy sessions without cacao if you're not called to cacao. So with that, these are sessions that are available for one to two hours and we integrate the energy coaching in a smaller intimate setting, whether it be in person or online, either is available to you, whatever works best for you. So I'd be honored to support you in your healing. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Badass Bohemian Podcast. I am Madeline, your host, and I am so lit up. Again, cheeks are going to hurt if after this recording. And so, so, so grateful for our beautiful, magical queen, divine goddess of a human. We have the Becca Nichols on the show, and she, she just exudes like such radiance light and this like juicy divine feminine that I just can't get enough of. So Becca is a mindset and life transformation coach, entrepreneur, YouTuber, and podcast host of There She Glows podcast. Becca specializes in working with women to help them fall in love with themselves, step into their power, and create their dream life. Her mission is to make the world a better place for as many people as she can. And let me just say, she is surely doing that. She's living in her light. She's living in her purpose. And yeah, just really, really grateful. So Becca, let's hear from you, the sexiest voice in podcasting. (laughs) If you could just tell us who you are, give us an intro and yeah, take it away. Thank you for having me. I hope you know how much I just love and admire you, and I will take any opportunity I can get to be in your energy, so I am so excited and honored to be on your podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Becca Nichols. As you heard, I have the sexiest... No, I'm just joking. (laughs) But I am a mindset and life transformation coach, so a little bit about my story I was going through my normal course of life at 18, not really knowing what I was doing, went into university and just did what I thought I was supposed to do and specialized in criminology and psychology, found myself as a probation and parole officer and then moved deeper into the policing world through being a dispatcher and a 911 call taker. And from the outside looking in, I was in a relationship, I had a stable government job in my early 20s, I had my own apartment, I was in good health, and I just seemed to have everything going for me, but I just woke up one day and I was like, I am not happy. And I felt like my life was just a construction of what other people wanted and expected of me. So from that point on, I embarked on my personal development and spirituality journey. I invested in therapy. I went to a retreat. I hired a life transformation coach. I was so deep in self-development podcasts and books, and I had no idea that it was going to lead me to coaching, but just through sharing my journey on social media, I built a community and I realized very quickly that this is my soul's purpose and now I am a mindset and life transformation coach and I am just living in my light as Mad said and I have never been happier so it's been quite a couple years to get here. Mm. Yes, thank you Queen. Your story is so inspirational and it's so incredible how so many of us in this space, and when I say this space, I just mean coaches, people into self-development and spirituality and merging the two worlds of evolving as a human and evolving spiritually. So that's what I mean by this quote space. But, you know, a lot of us, I feel like have such different paths because we're all so unique and beautiful and carry our own stories, right? And also there's so many parallels. It's like such a reminder that we're never alone, even in the times that we feel like we are. And like, I feel like 
we listen to podcasts and these things and we're like, oh my gosh, that hits. Like, I have been there. And it's the power of these spaces, like podcasts, like community circles, like coaching containers, where we're like, oh my gosh, like, we're not crazy. (laughs) We are supported. And a lot of your story coming from living what you thought you should be doing is so relatable to a lot of people because everyone just follows the path. They just do the college, like do the things, check the boxes. And even your story with health and wellness of like getting into the gym and taking care of our bodies and then it becoming an obsession. Like, And so moving through those darker times or those challenging times and transforming into your light. And, you know, we're human. We still have dark days and stuff. Um, But how would you say or what has really inspired or like what has come through that level of transformation from the dark to the light? Like, can you elaborate on what that really looked like and, and what practices you embody now to, you know, not go back to that mundane or, you know, that pain body, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing that came through, through all of that was quite honestly myself. Like I really found myself. I really came home to myself. I really discovered who I was outside of my social conditioning and what was expected of me. And really in the beginning, as you said, I was at a time in my life really committed to the gym and fitness and it's still a big part of who I am but in this season of my life I really just focus on intuitive and joyful movement but there was a time where I was extremely structured and my gym based routine was in a way like my personality and I realized when COVID hit how attached I was to that and how much of my worth was attached to my ability to perfectly execute that routine. And so when that got stripped away from me, I had to find new ways to fill my time and new ways to move. And I had come far enough in my journey at that point that I had ended the relationship that I was in because I knew that it wasn't aligned with my highest self. And so I was in an apartment alone for two years during COVID and I only went to work and I came home and we weren't allowed to see anybody and I really had to get comfortable with my own company and so I really developed a morning routine that I still have and grow on to this day and that's something I wholeheartedly believe in because I think the morning time for me is such a sacred time. It just sometimes feels like the rest of the world is just still sleeping and it's just you and the universe. And I really use that time to fill up my cup and just connect with myself before I take on the world in any capacity. So that at this point, and if you are listening to this and you're someone who wants to develop a morning routine, just remember that I started with two core things and then I added as time went on. So definitely don't try to implement like 15 things into into your first morning routine because it's hard to sustain. So I always like to make my bed because I feel like that's one of the most important things you can do. It's like the first kind of to-do list checkbox in the morning time. And then I like to go downstairs and ice roll my face and I like to make myself a really mindful cup of coffee. And then I like to do either future self or gratitude journaling. And then I usually go into meditation. And then what I have been doing recently is just really leaving room for flow. So instead of trying to perfectly curate and execute my morning routine, I ask myself, like based on my cycle or because of Mads, the moon cycle, I ask my body, mind, and soul, like what I really need in that moment. And so I'll either go to hot yoga or on a walk or F45 or whatever. But some of my other practices are having a bubble bath at night. And when I realized how heavily I was in my masculine energy, I made a pact with myself to remove all forms of productivity and distraction and just really be alone with myself in the bath. Um, And there are just things I I do on a daily basis that just really help connect me to my highest self. And the way that I kind of monitor that is by really trying to check in with myself consistently 
before I I really try to respond to life and not react so I'll just ask myself like does this really align with my highest self does my highest self respond to this respond to that person or do this and if the answer is fuck yes then I do it and if it's a fuck no then I don't and I think as I grow and evolve the way that I take care of myself and my routines and rituals change but that's a little taste of kind of where we are right now and I'm always challenging myself to do new things and continue down that path of personal development because it never stops so to this day I'm still in therapy I'm still in coaching containers I'm still jumping into the unknown and I just feel like it's an ever-evolving journey. Mm, yes queen you are so committed to your routines and yourself like you said and that's really what this journey is it's about finding our capital s self you know Mm -hmm. learning to detach from things like you said like i had that similar moment when with the gym of realizing how much my identity was tied to that side of me where my Instagram name was literally Maddie Mac fit or like Maddie Mac lifts. And I was like, uh, was it really? Yeah. Like before the badass Bohemian. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this like come to Jesus moment where I was like, um, wait, what happens if I can't lift or if I'm not like, you know, I was like, that's how much I'm tying myself into that. I'm so addicted to that gym mentality. I was like, I literally started like journaling. This was in college and I was like, oh my God, like spiritual awakening. Hello. But you know, it comes in many forms, but an ego death. That's really what it is. It's an yeah. ego death of realizing like, oh, this is how I'm choosing to identify. Um, no, that's not who I am. And so detaching ourselves from those things to come home to our truth, like you said. And you are someone who carries such a presence and you carry a knowing of who you are. And I think that's really what we all work to embody like I would say so about myself as well it's just like being firm in your truth and unapologetic right and you mentioned being really into noticing your masculine your structures your routine and creating balance or harmony rather with your feminine so Mm -hmm. can you elaborate on that of like how you have come to that awareness of like oh hey i'm super in my masculine i'm gonna create space for my feminine like what does that harmony look like for you and how would you advise people to work on creating their own sense of harmony I feel like this is such an up-and-coming topic, which I love because it really is a self-awareness piece, and the truth is that we live in a really masculine-dominated society, so there's this hustle culture to always be accomplishing something, producing something, getting to the next milestone, getting to the next achievement, and especially if you are someone that's a high achiever we kind of forget to enjoy the journey and we just get to our achievement and we're like, okay, next thing. We don't really even lean into the accomplishment and we just don't allow ourselves to celebrate ourselves. So I am someone that is a high achiever and I also am a generator. So I have a lot of ideas that are flying through my mind at all times and I tend to act on them and start a million projects and I just started to get really burnt out and I think I knew I was in my masculine for quite a while but I was just ignoring it because I saw it as something that was really going to slow me down and it wasn't until this summer that I got put on my ass by the universe with an illness and I literally did not have the strength to just lay down. Um, I was still continuing to like the more I would try to I would feel a little bit better and then I would like interview someone for the podcast and then I would put myself out again the more Mm -hmm. I tried to do that the more the universe was like sit down girl right Mm -hmm. so I had to get really comfortable with leaning into rest and relaxation and that really held up a mirror to me to see how resistant I am to rest and relaxation so that's the first thing I would speak on 
is leaning into rest and relaxation, acknowledging that we live in a society that really tells us that we always need to be achieving something, producing something. And the reason that I highlighted that I like to take baths without any electronics, distractions, is because I wouldn't even allow myself to do that without Mm -hmm. watching a YouTube channel that was going to teach me something or listening to a podcast. And Mm -hmm. I was trying to make the things that I did mean something and make them productive. Um, Another thing that I've done is connecting with my cycle because I think part of our more masculine society is that we've been made to feel that that's disgusting and you know don't talk about it and we're very ashamed and I've really really enjoyed like learning about my body and connecting with my cycle in that way and like eating and moving and doing all that stuff depending on which of the four menstrual phases I'm in another thing is starting to really tap into my intuition because like I've always had a really strong intuition but I would just ignore it And I really would operate from my mind. And now I'm really working on listening to my sacral response because we all have that. Like you, you know, when someone asks you, like, would you want to get together on Sunday morning? You have that instinctual feeling that's like, I don't want to do that. Or you do want to do it. And we often ignore that and make choices on what we should be doing rather than what we want to be doing. So I really live in a space now where I have a really good relationship with my intuition and I ask questions and I wait for that mm -hmm, or the -uh that your body gives you and really live from that place. And another thing is just, I know this is something that everyone says, but meditation and journaling is such a beautiful practice for me and I think it's something that really allows me to slow down and be in my feminine and I think part of being female is that we've been made to feel like the emotions that we so deeply feel are cringy or embarrassing or make us unstable but I really, really allow myself to like feel the emotions that I'm feeling. Like if I'm sad, if I'm grieving, if I'm angry, I don't try to distract myself or suppress. I give myself time to like cry and do what I need to do, like sacred rage, anything, because they deserve to be felt. And if I don't actively allow them to be expressed, they're going to be repressed into my body and express themselves in a way that I may not necessarily love through like snapping at my partner or saying something offside, like just in any way, shape or form, that's really not in your control. And that's a huge one as well is just like honoring your emotions. They don't make you emotional. They don't make you a bitch. They don't make you anything. We have this wide scale of emotions that we experience as humans and just allow yourself to lean into those because they are so valid. You don't have to be a certain way to be like a kind like female you can just feel all the feels so i hope that answered your question that's some feminine practices <laughs> oh my goddess yes that was beautiful that was so well articulated and i love the way that you express and i just so appreciate all the golden nuggets that you just called forward i mean truly like there was so much there. So take notes. But yeah, like the, the feminine is the body. And Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, like slowing down to rest, to connect with your intuition, our body can sometimes like, uh, for instance, last week, I wasn't feeling super awesome. Like you said, like, when you're super in your masculine, like, go, 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 you will reach that point of like, burnout. Yeah. And I've been there. I feel that in in your story. I experienced that when I moved across country and I did, I was in my masculine for years of like addicted to the gym. Go, 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 go. And then I did 75 hard, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And I actually did 90 hard because I like couldn't stop doing it. And 
for those of you who don't know, that's two workouts a day. One must be outside, a gallon of water. You take a progress picture. You follow a diet. It's like so many rules. The ultimate hyper masculine military like regimen. Please don't do this challenge if if you're listening to this. Yeah, like this trigger warning. Just like please don't. Um, because I, I that burned me the fuck out. I was like. After that, I craved feminine. And I wasn't, yeah. like, conscious about it, but I was. I was. I'm not going to say I wasn't. Because my body knew, and I was like, yoga, dance, heal my cycle, get my period back. Like, every feminine desire started roaring. And it was like, okay, heal from your masculine shit, take a fucking break, and rest like you said. And, and to my point where I was saying I didn't feel good last weekend and my body now, I feel very balanced in the masculine feminine. And when I was just starting to not feel super well, like the body spoke in a whisper and I was able to listen before it screamed because Mm -hmm. it will get to that point. It will start to scream at you and then you're forced to sit your ass down, like you said, and you, you got to listen. So everything you just elaborated on, I mean, from rest to connecting to your cycle to creating space for flow. And like, there's just so much beauty when we can honor both sides of us. Yeah. And as people, souls in this life who are expressed as women and choose to express ourselves as the feminine honor your feminine wisdom yeah and use it as your gift it is courageous for us to go against the masculine norm and say i'm going to rest today because i'm on my period so fuck off work i'm going to take care of myself like well, you know, what, however that is expressed, but to the point that you said about like, or I'm going to segue a little to transformation. When I think yeah. of transformation and, and I always think of a butterfly, it's like mm, we're yes. in, you know, yeah. we go through the phases and the sort of cocoon like darkness to spread our wings into a butterfly and a soul core part of what you do is transformation coaching. And what we do too in this space is like, we're no longer like weight loss coaches. (laughs) Like we're we're not the, we're not the health coach where there's like a visual representation of the transformation. Rather the transformation is internal. So can you speak to that of like the internal shifts that you're experiencing and that you guide others through and women through? First and foremost, if you ever are on my Instagram and see weight loss coach, you will know that my account has been hacked by bots and please report it um, so it can be taken down. But yeah, this has been such a journey. Sometimes I just, I have to pinch myself after I get off coaching calls, just the breakthroughs that we're able to have. And I think the amazing part about being a coach is that oftentimes you're just a couple years, a couple steps ahead of people and they just, they can see themselves in you and they trust that you can help get them to the place that they want to be at. And when I connect with people, it's funny that they all come to me for different things. Like some people want the type of relationship that I'm in. Some people want the type of relationship that I have with myself. Some people want to build their own coaching careers. And the basis of what I do is a lot of self-limiting belief and mindset stuff, and as well as just self-awareness, because a lot of people just don't know the tools and techniques and modalities that are available to them to get them closer to their higher self. And I feel like as I'm growing as a person, I'm really wanting to deepen my practice. And that's why this year I decided to invest in a life and success coaching course that also gave me EFT practitioner, hypnosis practitioner, because like I desire to be able to help people in that way. And the things that I'm learning 
that, you know, for example, to allow me, we, we often make things, well, literally life is us making things mean things. But as an example of something that I'm learning this week in my course is like a lot of the times we attach negative emotions to people or experiences and they're two separate things, even though we can have a negative experience with someone the emotion of sadness and the emotion of your ex-partner are two different things. And so part of what I'm learning this week is learning the techniques to separate those two things so that you can now hear your ex-partner's name or their name pop up on your phone and you can no longer be overwhelmed with that feeling of anxiety and sadness. And like the fact, because I know what that feels like to be so burned or heartbroken by someone and not even ever be able to hear their name, even if it's the same name, not even them, without being filled with anxiety, the fact that I will be able to facilitate that for people so they can go through life better and less triggered and less hurt is truly so beautiful. So I teach a lot of things to the women in my course. The first week is all about like self-awareness and just learning lots of different things like human design, like all those good self-awareness pieces. And we do like morning routine stuff. In the second week, I have like a full library of meditation. And a lot of my clients have never done meditation before. So that's so amazing for them. We do masculine and feminine energy. We do self-limiting beliefs. Like it's really this like intro to mindset and to connecting with your highest self and to just be able to witness their breakthroughs and their ability to release like their people-pleasing tendencies and masculine energy because a lot of people are in their masculine and come out on the other side being a lot more connected to who they are and just like proud of it is so amazing and I was reflecting on this not too long ago and I feel like it can be so confusing for people because they may know that they want more but not everyone is sure of what their purpose is like you and I are and it's it's really like such an incredible gift to know what your passion is. So I feel really lucky that I've found something that genuinely, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I know I would continue to do this work. Like, yes, it would probably be on a bit of a bigger scale. Like we'd be going to Bali to host a retreat, me, you and Claire and whoever else, but I would still want to do this work. And I feel like that's when you know that you found your thing is like, mm. A lot of people, if they won the lottery, like they'd say bye, like to their jobs, like ASAP mm -hmm. Rocky, they'd be out of there. No. And for me, like that would just amplify my work because I want to be of service and I want to be a part of this collective shift. And I think yes. when you're expressing that butterfly in cocoon stage, I think and I hope that we're in the co cocoon stage as a society because mm -hmm. we're moving towards this more feminine wave and we're moving towards this collective shift where we're going to be softer and kinder. And like it's it's truly an honor to be a part of that in a small way and to be connected mm -hmm. with someone like you who is also a part of this collective shift. Mm. Yes, prayers to the universe and sources above that we're collectively in the cocoon together and that our wings are ready to come out. 2023, baby. Yes. <laughs> Bali, I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to say prayers that Becca wins the lottery. I was like, yes, let's do a ceremony. And this desire, like I'm doing a lot of, and I feel like there's a lot of work to be done in abundant, abundance, money mindset stuff, and the desire for more and releasing the shame for wanting more, um, when it's rooted in, like you said, like that love and service and purpose, it's like there's nothing wrong with desiring more wealth and also being clear on like why it is that you want that because I know that you and I and other people serving their their divine light, it's like it truly is rooted in a desire to the more we have, the more we can give, the more we give, the more we receive. And I just love that you bring that up because it's like truly so powerful to feel like 
oh, no matter how much I magically receive, like, if someone just poof gives me all X amount of money, like, we will still be in this work because that's when you know, like, it is truly coming from your soul. Mm. Yeah. It's just I so... Love that. And that was a really big realization for me that yeah. I, I felt lucky to be able to say that I would still continue to do that because I think that's a huge part of going through a spiritual awakening is that you really ask yourself like those questions of like, why am I here? Who mm -hmm. am I? Like, what's my purpose? And so mm -hmm. why would I let anything change that? There's no amount of money or anything that's going to happen that's ever going to steer me off course because I've found what I meant to do. And even though that may evolve or like niche down even more over time, mm -hmm. I am living out my purpose. That's very clear to me. That's very clear to everyone who knows me. And so mm -hmm. anything and any abundance and wealth that comes my way will always go back out in a way that I can yes. better serve my community and just make myself a better right. person. I mean, of course, like, of course, I would buy a couple, you know, hot commodities. Like, I'm not going to lie. Of Duh. course, I'd treat yeah. myself. But I would absolutely, like, continue to be in service to others because that's just my soul's calling. Literally. It's funny. I literally, like, of course, you know, the material comes. It's part of um, our human experience but mm -hmm. the root of what we're doing is like being able to tip people more yes. abundantly being able to give to charities being able to support small businesses like and to be able to walk into shops and give to people like literally help businesses that are struggling that like are aligned with the work that we're doing like i just am so grateful to know that that's here and present in this work that we do and something came up oh no i was driving yesterday and i passed by this like teal blue like mercedes what is it called oh my gosh g-wagon and i'm like i wouldn't be mad if i had that <laughs> i can so see you in that <laughs> i'm like i'd be rolling up to like cacao ceremonies and retreats like what's up <laughs> and they are seriously not one be one single person that would be surprised <laughs> they'd be like yeah that's mads I'm in, the, in the teal blue um you can write it off as a tax expense if you're a business owner so they're they weigh enough i already know that so <laughs> so future manifesting we're just calling it in guys so i wanted to bring up i like to think that the cocoon phase i have a theory that it was really the pandemic as, okay, yeah, I can see that. You know, because a lot of us, like you said, it's like you're, you're, we were literally like sent to our rooms because humanity fucked up. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I like, I don't diminish the effect that the pandemic has had on the world and everything. And speaking from like a spiritual perspective, I really think that it did really bring a lot of people inward. I mean, it literally forced us to. And I kind of have this idea, like, you know, when you take plant medicine and you face mortality a lot, or even you don't have to take plant medicine, you could experience a death or a loss. And you have this like, oh my God, life is short moment. And I know you and I have both moved through deep grief and I feel as a collective with the with the pandemic, it's almost like we all faced that level of understanding because there was like death tolls, this is happening, that's happening, like fear and all this, like, oh my God, we could die moment, people losing jobs and everything we once knew just became like shook up. And so I really feel like a lot of people and, you know, this might be because we're in a world where Instagram curates your feed and we literally connect with like-minded people. But I like to think that collectively we are experiencing this level of like, okay, life is more than going to a clock in, clock out job. Like there is the rise of the feminine age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. We are contrasting the norm and 
yeah, just super fucking grateful for people like you who are in their light, in their work, and following that call, being brave enough to listen to your heart. So feel free to feed back on that, but I want to invite a question about your mentioning of sometimes clients coming to you for their desire to have a relationship that like you have. And I know you're so proud of the manifestation of your partner and I myself can really relate in that. And I heard your story of leaving a partner and partners that, you know, didn't serve you in the way that our current ones do. And moving through that level of heartbreak and and return to self moments, right? Um, and I just would love to hear you speak on that evolution or transition from you going from a place of having a partner who didn't totally serve you or maybe even did the opposite, brought you down to someone who really aligns with your energy, supports you, and is here for your growth. So if you could touch on that, I would love to hear. Yeah, I think what's important to understand and to open up this conversation is to understand that we as humans all have this core requirement to be loved and feel accepted and have companionship and sometimes the fear of being without that drives people to stay in companionships that do not truly serve them but provide them a sense of companionship and when i was in a more insecure lost place in my life i did have some companionships and some relationships that I allowed into my life that did not deserve me and did not deserve my energy. And I really love that version of myself and I admire her thought process because she really felt like she could love people to health and to healing and it is such a personal journey that you have to do those things on your own and so I wouldn't take it back and I think that has helped me be so grateful for the partner that I have now but speaking back on that time in my life when I was in my apartment through during COVID and by myself I think one of the biggest things that has come from my personal development and spirituality journey is I have very, very high standards and I am unapologetic about my relationships, friendships, and mm. it, it doesn't have to be dramatic, but if I see red flags or if you are not serving me, we're done. I just don't have time for that in this season of my life. And I know where I'm going and I know where, what I'm capable of. And I want to be really mindful of like who's coming with me on that journey. And so I started to really make space and become aware of how I wanted to feel in a relationship. And that's the first step to manifestation is really getting clear. And so I didn't say, you know, I want him to be like blonde hair, blue. I'm like, no, I was like, this is how I want to feel. This is the kind of like moral compass I want him to have. This is his values. And I want those to be the same as mine and lots of different things. And I remember reading that out to a group of girlfriends and they were all like, that will never happen. And that does not exist. And standards are so personal and um, it's, all, it's all in perspective. No one can tell you that your standards are too high or too low because it's what you're willing to accept. And mm. I want to share that when I was single, I was involved and went on a couple of dates with two men that had probably 80% of my list. Mm. And so it would have been really easy for me to be like, this is close enough. Like they, they were ex wonderful people. Hope they're doing well. Um, but they didn't have everything and I shouldn't have to settle 
when I know that the things that I want are out there. So I just took that as like a sign that like I was getting closer and the things that you want are available to you. And I just was relentless in the pursuit of meeting my partner and he is everything that I wanted and more and he's such a mirror to me and he's taught me so much and um, in in many ways we are opposite which is actually a very wonderful um, characteristic of our relationship but at our base of what love means to us and what we want out of life in a relationship it's the same and if I could give anyone a piece of advice I think that was something that was really important in the beginning stages of our relationship because if I tell someone, you know, I love you, that means something to me. But sometimes when people say, I love you too, they have a different meaning or idea of love. So if you have that depth in your friendships, companionships, relationship, I think it's really important to ask people like what? love means to them like what does that mean to you when Shut you say up. yeah what does that... that mean to you when you say that you love me and i think once you get that down yes. like what they're looking for in in a relationship and what companionship partnership means to them what love means to them it's so important to be on the same page there and I think that's that's one of many things that was missing in my previous relationships i love that you're just tapped in and i want to mention right now like you can't see but do you see this rainbow yes i was wondering if you were right <laughs> i have i'm like fading into this mystical land i i will probably post something to show you guys i'll take a picture right now it's hilarious it looks like there's a rainbow filter on my screen right now and like i like wiped my screen cuz i'm like what's going on but it's literally there's just magic in the air and like i'm just gonna accept it and move on it's a vibe it's a total vibe it's like those trippy lights and i'm literally in it right now it's hilarious but you guys you'll see i'll post okay and <laughs> thank you for calling all that forward and the love piece and i was like shut up because one of my questions for you i have a heart to heart piece and it's like, how would you define love? And not just self-love, but love, because yeah. love is so ambiguous. Everyone defines mm -hmm. it differently. Yeah. And so I just want to address everything you mentioned of the partnership piece and love that is curated from within and the standards and you being unapologetic about that, because that is so important. Like, I did a similar thing of like, manifesting my current partner of writing out mm -hmm. all the qualities and I was super clear you know wrote them all out and then it's like you meditate with them and you're like okay this is what I desire and like you said don't let anyone tell you that you're being too picky and I also want to invite the conversation forward when people are like oh there's a difference between like standards and having your walls up like mm -hmm. Because if you, it's beautiful to have standards and to have, be very clear on what you desire. And also when you have your walls up and there's a lot of hyper independent women now that are like, oh, you have to climb over my walls to like get into my heart. And it's like, have the courage to keep your heart open to what the universe is ready to bring you and stay in your truth and your worth of knowing mm -hmm. your your worth so becca how would you define love yeah i'm gonna give it my best shot to answer because it's such a loaded question but to me i think something that's really important to me and the person i am is just this unshakable support like i could not be more different than my boyfriend but he is like my biggest cheerleader in everything I do. And I think especially as an entrepreneur, it can be has its ups and downs. And to have someone that's like my biggest cheerleader is such a blessing. I think the foundation of our relationship is really built on a beautiful friendship mm -hmm. and also this sense of safeness. And 
I have just never had that before in the beginning of our relationship when he would go take a shower or anything like that and just leave his phone like mm-hmm. open on like there there's nothing to hide I I've really laid everything out on the table I would never question him he would never question me and like things are really built from safety and trust mm-hmm. and we just have the ability to have such a depth to our companionship but we also <laughs> will just like laugh and and dance and do the silliest stuff I think the duality there is just so beautiful and I feel Mm. really grateful to have someone that I can share like the good and the bad and the ugly of my mind and my heart and never Mm. feel judged I always feel Mm. this unwavering safeness with him to Mm. be myself to pursue my dreams and I will never forget that I'm going through a, a journey right now of you know, it's, it's soon my time to leave my employment and do this Mm -hmm. full time. Mm -hmm. And I've been really struggling with that because just my personality, when I decide, um, that I'm done with something, someone I'm done, like I'm checked Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And so I called him and he was away for work and I was like, I'm having a really difficult time, like really being present and, and giving my all to this job. That's not my, my coaching. And he was like, Becca, if if you called me tonight and were like I am completely done with this and I'm I'm not finishing this job I'm quitting and I'm just going to do this full time I would 100% support you and like Ugh. we would absolutely figure it out and I had never had anyone say that to me before and of course your family always wants the best for you so the the idea to them of you like leaving stable employment to pursue your dreams they they just want to protect you and this stuff is all new and he just he wants me to pursue the things that like light my soul on fire even if they don't make sense to him like he's not in this coaching world it's not like he's speaking from experience but Mm. he wants that for me because he wants the best for me so that's just like kind of a little taste of what our relationship is like and like when I'm standing on the ledge he's like jump and I'm like gonna jump with you and we're gonna figure it out and that's just so special to me I love that so much and I feel that as well the the unconditional level of like support and the safety piece and we're speaking of love in the exchange of love like Mm -hmm. in the partnership of love because love is also an energy, a frequency that's available to the self. And, you know, whether you're in partnership or not, love is here, there and everywhere and within and available. Yeah. And the safety piece though, and that comes with finding your divine love. You deserve to feel safe and supported in being all of you. Like you said, the good, bad, the perceived ugly, because there is so much to all of us and we deserve someone and we deserve first to love ourselves wholly Mm -hmm. and fully and accept the dark, the light and the in-between. Yeah. And the safety piece is everything because if you don't feel like you are fully seen, held and supported then I would invite you to question, what are you doing? (laughs) I think safety in life is, is everything. Safety in life is truly the analogy of a car with no gas. I think without safety in a relationship, friendships, employment, housing, everything, Mm -hmm. without safety, you have nothing. So the unwavering, unconditional safety that I feel in all of my relationships in my life Mm. present day is such a beautiful gift. And without me doing the inner work, I would not Mm. be in this relationship. I would not have cut the friends out that I did. I would not have made the friends that I have and I would not be where I am today. So I think really focusing on strengthening that relationship with yourself first will open the door for you to manifest all of the things that you desire, including your soulmate. Yes. I love that so much. Our safety is our root chakra. Exactly. And our root is the base. It's where we start. And you guys know I'm an energy coach and this is the chakras are a huge core part of what 
I teach and offer. And so root is the base. It's where we start. It's our sense of it's our sense of routine, ritual, and home, finding a home within mm-hmm. the soul, within the body, within mama earth, and creating that sense within, and then letting that reflect in all our relationships. And yeah. shameless plug for the relationship please, piece, my partner and I just talked on a lot of what we brought up in an episode that we recorded this week and released on 1111 because we met on 1111 just Mm. angel numbers everywhere and we talked about 11 lessons we've learned through this past year and a lot of what we've brought up here has come up so if you guys want to hear partners jamming out literally jam because that's his name (laughs) um (laughs) he's a musician and his name is james but he goes by jam so i love that i can't wait to listen to that episode Thank you for your support. And I love love. I love love. And it's like the, it's the answer. It is literally like, I'm that hippie. That's like peace, love. And like, love is the way because it is, it's why we're here. Like love is the genesis of every human being. Mm -hmm. It is the answer to all war and hate. And it's the creation of this life. I truly see that so let's get into rapid fire oh wait one more heart to heart because we had our first heart to heart being what is love and what's present on your heart hmm i think a lot of you know what i just shared is I'm just really ready. I'm starting to feel really overwhelmed and ready to succumb to this push that I'm feeling that I'm never going to be ready to mm. leave behind my stable employment and pursue this wholeheartedly. But mm. I, I want to make the choice to be ready because I'm really being called and I'm seeing the power of myself of my work and like it's my time and so Mm. I'm really starting to kind of plan out and talk to myself and talk to the people around me to let them know like where I'm at and I think 2023 Mm. is really gonna be my year where I finally just go all in because you know I think when you're trying to do too many things you can't give a hundred percent to them and I would much rather be struggling on my entrepreneur journey and through the ebbs and flows of owning a business than to struggle working for someone else and doing something that's not really my purpose. So that's coming soon to a theater near you. (laughs) Becca quits her job. (laughs) Yes, honey. Uh, Preach, sister. And I feel this on a deep soul Mm. level. Literally, so deep you and me both sister because it's like every resistance like this morning i'm just gonna speak from the heart to a level that i totally feel this um literally like before we were coming on i i keep doing these like side gigs hustles things and it's like a means of safety it's a it's a search for safety because we want these like reliable incomes aside from our business. And so I'm like putting myself in, in these places. And I literally received an email that was like, they didn't even interview me. They're like, I love you, but like, like we really love you, but we chose someone else. And I'm like, all right, every rejection is a redirection. And knowing that that would be a distraction from my business, but like a means of safety. And so I, I feel that on such a deep level, it's like the universe is like pushing, nudging, inviting us to really step into our fullest potential and have the courage to really do that because we're not here to play small. We're not here to scatter our energy. Like we're here to do big things and say yes to the full fuck. Yes. Yeah life we're meant to create so you and me both sister calling it in right here right now we're calling it in in this portal yeah i mean i i 
I guess I'll wait to the rapid fire question. But when you hear what my sun, moon, and rising is, you're going to realize that, like, in no way, shape, or form am I meant to play small. Wait till mm. you hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honeys. Okay, so love that we're just the same way of everything. So rapid fire, let's hear it. All right, so the queen herself of coffee. <laughs> Are you coffee or tea? I had cacao, but I know. I am coffee all the way. That's actually how I got comfortable starting to post on social media was by sharing my morning coffee. So it's very, very cute. Um, But Mads, I will let you guys know because I am not sponsored that Mads is not leading you astray with this cacao because I drink that shit up every night and I Mm. just love it so much. So Mm. I am a morning coffee gal and an evening cacao. All thanks to you. Oh, I fucking love that. Thank you for your... (laughs) heart expression <laughs> and you are the coffee queen and i'm with you sister coffee is divine so yeah uh palo santo or sage palo santo every time before a client call around my head around my room and i just let it burn i absolutely love it i think i do sage pretty frequently as well but palo santos is just oh yeah let's just breathe in it Mm-hmm. We got some right here, baby. <laughs> here, you're lighter. Yes. Listen to it burn. No, she's beautiful. Uh, I'm with you. I love them both, but I go through phases. Um, Absolutely. And for those of you who don't know, because we're kind of inviting these questions in this episode, uh, there's different purposes for both. Palo Santo is more adding positivity to a space. Um, sage is more cleansing. So. Mm-hmm different purposes are you i know this but are you an early bird or night owl early bird all the way i genuinely am that annoying bitch that wakes up at 5 (laughs) a.m i love it i love it so much yes we are here for it and your astrology big three baby guys i am an airy sun a leo moon and a sagittarius rising (laughs) oh shit that fire is burning she is a force to reckon with i am like when she says she is unapologetic she isn't kidding Mm -hmm. yeah this is who i am take it or leave it (laughs) in the best possible way it just like invites you to be like oh i am magnetic as fuck because she is it's amazing and your human design I am a 6-2 sacral generator. Mm-hmm. I'm also a generator. And she mentioned this in the show, too. And, yeah, we are energy bunnies. So when do you feel most connected to self, flesh, source, whatever you want to define it? I feel like I have two answers for this. The first one is when I'm coaching because recently I really want to give my best energy to my clients. So beforehand I will do a Palo Santos. I will do a little sound bath meditation. I'm really starting to learn and get into crystals. So I really charge my energy and then just being in service to others just really lights me up. And another thing, which is just like an added feminine embodiment piece is I'm really falling in love with yoga. So Mm. I think recently like being in hot yoga and just really connecting with my breath has been really connecting me to myself and the universe as well. So I think either of those things. I love that. And the meaning and you feeling connected in in your work is obviously a sign you're in your purpose, as we've mentioned so many times. And yoga yoga the word yoga means unity it means to yoke or to connect so that's literally the purpose of yoga so like i love that props babe but yeah it's like to connect with yourself your breath and then divine source if you want to take it to that level so Mm, yeah wow we could just talk on and on like and for the sake of everyone's time and energy (laughs) We will protect your energy, but, you know, hopefully this is lighting you up as much as it is us. <laughs> and thank you, Becca, so, so deeply much, sister. I love you. I adore you. I appreciate you with all my heart, all my soul. And I'm so grateful that Claire, shouting her out again, but the universe really connects all these like-minded, beautiful souls. So grateful. And 
in the energy of collaboration over competition because we're all here to rise and thrive, baby. How can the Badass Bohemian community support you? Yeah, so I mostly hang out on Instagram. My Instagram is Beck Nichols and my TikTok is Better With Becca and then I have a YouTube as well. My podcast is There She Glows and as Mad said, I had her on the podcast episode 11. It was a beautiful collaboration, of course, but the easiest way to get to all my links is just through my Instagram and then I have a link tree that has everything that I'm associated to there, but... I am just so grateful to have been on your podcast and I truly unhealthy amount just like envision the day that I can give you a hug and give you and Claire a hug and we can like just all be together in person and I just I am very very thankful that our paths have crossed and this has been just so much fun so thank you for having me on. Thank you, love. Bali 2023 or something is is <laughs> yeah. around the corner. Like it's, it, I feel it in my bones. Like the fact that Claire and I are together in real life, it's like one degree of separation. Like we know that we're all going to be together soon. Yeah. And I also want to mention, you mentioned how we can connect with you and support you. Do you have any current offerings or like launches or something that's really exciting coming up that people can be even closely connected, even more closely connected to your energy? Mm -hmm. So I'm mid-program right now, but in December, I'm going to be hosting a masterclass date to be decided, all about just getting in the energy of the new year and getting ready to step into your highest self in 2023, because as you've just heard, like that's really the authentic energy and season that I'm in right now. And then I'm going to be opening up the doors to my program in January 2023 with a little twist. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yay. So excited for all that's here, all that is being generated. And may you just feel into this energy today, sweet loves. And thank you again. My heart goes out to you with so much love and gratitude. Thank you to you all for supporting this show by being here and we love you dearly so peace and love sweet friends bye